All right, welcome back to another edition of Mormon Expression. I'm your host, uh, John Larson. And tonight I am joined by the uh, wonderful Zilpha, who happens to be sitting on my left. We changed seats. That's correct. Hello, everybody. Hi, Zilpha. Hey, John. Um, how are you doing today? <laughs> I've, uh, been, I've been more peppy. In the past? In the past. Oh, I understand. Uh, we're also in, in, in joined by another lovely um, panel. Um, first of all, we have um, returning um, Matthew. Hey, Matthew. Welcome back. Very, very pleased to be here. Now, Matthew, you're a lawyer, right? Uh, yes, I am. Have you noticed that Mormon Expression is being overrun by women and lawyers? Nothing you know, wrong with be- that. It's because lawyers have lots of you know time during the day that we can sit at our computers and go on message boards and listen to podcasts and you know, build people for it. I, I wow. thought it, Troy? I thought it was because lawyers yes. like like the sound of their own voice. I thought that was the uh, Well that's that's it too. I have a I have a brother who's a lawyer, so I guess it sort of runs in my genes a bit. <laughs> uh, you may have missed your calling. I I might have, but I, I know what you guys do with billable hours and I'll pass. All right. Uh, what do they do? They have to work a lot. Uh-huh. When the, in the first part of their career, they work a lot. And in That's the second true. part of their career, they don't work very much at all. Which is why sometimes <laughs> they have to miss church. So are, you, are you guys just going to sit back and let me like degrade your whole profession like this? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes. All right, and, um, and um, returning also is Troy. Troy, you've been on once or twice before? Just once. I was on one of the Articles of Faith episodes. Oh, okay. Well, welcome back. Um, Thank you. And Troy has a special legal relationship with um, uh, Mormon Expression. You have been um, doing our legal work for us as we've been incorporating and doing a lot of that stuff. Uh, yes, yes. Um, I think about a year ago, maybe. <laughs> uh, I think on the face one of the Facebook groups, John put out a, a request for any tax lawyers who would be interested in helping uh, Mormon Expression try to get tax exempt status from the IRS. And I am a tax lawyer who does a lot of work with tax exempt organizations. And so I, and I'm a huge Mormon expression fan. So I said, Hey, you, I'll do that. You're not just a lawyer. And, uh, you're, you're a highfalutin Washington DC lawyer with a sick, with a Pennsylvania Avenue address. Yes. I don't know about the highfalutin stuff, but the address, <laughs> the, uh, the office is on Pennsylvania Avenue. That is true. So yeah, it's a firm called Sutherland, and actually, uh, because I uh, uh, work for Sutherland, that firm is is the official law firm of Mormon Expression and uh, and Whitefields that we'll talk about uh, coming up here in a minute. Yeah, um, and Sutherland agreed to take us on pro bono, um, which we are very appreciative of, and you guys have been great in terms of response. Um, you're really good at waiting for me to uh, get you stuff. And, they do a lot uh, of work waiting. They do a lot of waiting and um, reminding, and I appreciate that. Uh, it's, been, it's been my pleasure. It's, uh, it's, again, I have been a huge fan of this from probably pretty soon after it started, and, uh, and, and I have spent a lot of late nights at work with Mormon Expression on in the background as I've uh, toiled through documents or whatever, and... Uh, I'm I'm happy to to be able to give back a little bit. Well, we appreciate it. And uh, rounding out our panel tonight is uh, Bob. Bob, you've been on a couple times, but this is the first time in the uh, Den of Iniquity with Zilpha. So welcome. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. 
Yeah, thanks for having me. Hi, hi, John. Hi, everyone. I was on uh, Hell House and Big Love. And uh, yeah, I'm just going to be listening here in the background because I'm just as interested in this as maybe a lot of people out there wanting to see how I can help at the same time as, uh, you know, not knowing exactly how to help. And I think we're going to talk through some of that a, a bit today. Yeah, sure. Uh, so this is the first podcast we're recording in 2012. Um, isn't the first one we've released, but that one was recorded previously. So I kind of wanted to take a step back and uh, keep everybody up to date on what we're doing. We've got a lot of things going on, what we're trying to accomplish, and sort of the state of the union of the of the, the podcast and its parent organization. Um, so this will be, I think, when we release this, our 181st episode, and it's actually more than that because we've released episodes in parts A, B, and C. So I, I think we've reached the point that if you wanted to listen to Mormon Expression straight through, it would take you more than a week. Um, <laughs> yeah, Zilpha just got a pained expression on her poor little face. Um, so, so I mean, we've been at this for two and a half years now, two and a half years plus, and um, with that has come growth, and with growth comes challenge and opportunity. And if I keep talking like this, they're going to put me in an HR department at some big corporation. <laughs> um, so... Uh, as Troy mentioned, um, last year, around um, July, well, if we go back a year before that, um, you know, Mormon Expression gets donations. We'll talk more about that. And Mormon Expression has um, expenses. And a lot of the expenses have been um, equipment and um, ho web hosting fees and just all that. Live events. Um, we, we spent we spent some on live events and, and, and that sort of thing. To date, no one has taken um, a salary or any sort of stipend or any sort of money for their participation in Mormon Expression. Uh, that's going to change in 2012, and we'll talk about that. Um, but, um, you know, as, as, thing, as things grow like that, you, you worry about um, legal liability, and you want to make sure you're doing everything right, and you just want to make sure that the organization is in the clear and, and playing by the rules. Um, and so and we, we were always coming up with ideas that weren't exactly Mormon expression, but they were still related to Mormonism, and we we're trying to figure out how to go about expanding. Yeah, how, how to leverage that. Yeah, there's a lot of great ideas from different people that, that come in. So at the beginning of last year, like like uh, Troy was talking about, we put out the call for um, you know anybody who would be willing to help, and Sutherland graciously answered. And uh, really the idea was to create a parent organization that owns Mormon Expression. We started the work on that, and we incorporated in the state of Utah in July. I think, Troy, you were telling Wait, me July. I thought it was May. It was July. May 29th oh, May. is the magic day. May 29th. So, so, um, and, and the name of that corporation is, is Whitefields Educational Foundation. Educational Foundation. And we have since transferred all copyright claims and, and Mormon expression. If you go to the website, it'll say copyright, you know, 2012, um, Whitefields. So, and that's well, two words, not one word, Whitefields. Yeah. Our, our URL. Isn't to wait until April 6th? <laughs> We're going to just a little uh, sooner. <laughs> It's probably um, possible that we could have done it earlier. Um, the, the, the website for White Fields is uh, whitefieldseducational.org. Uh, we have a little bitty website out there, and, and more content will be there, but you can, you can see uh, um, um, what's out there. Right now, White Fields, of course, owns Mormon Expression and Mormon Expression Voices, um, and then um, some other endeavors we'll be talking about here in a, in a, in a little bit. So what 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 is the purpose, or what does white what is Whitefields trying to do? Or the other question is, okay, you've got a podcast. The podcast is great. What 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 is it 
what is it that you 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 why why, why go through this at all? Why not just incorporate um, Mormon expression? So who's going to feel that? <laughs> well, um, like I said, we have other ideas that aren't necessarily having anything to do with the Mormon Expression podcast, but still have to do with Mormonism. So calling the Mormon Expression whatever isn't necessarily appropriate. Right. Um, and, and, of course, white fields comes from, you know, the field is white, and we feel like there is, um, there are a lot of people out there that are looking for resources, and that's what we aim to be for them. Yeah, I think the, the, the podcast both in intent and what it actually delivers really has two purposes. Um, we, we provide information, um, ed educational services, if you will, about the, 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 the church and Mormon history and Mormon culture and, and that sort of thing. Now, um, we present that in a very biased, skewed way, uh, meaning if, for those of you who've been participating, none of you have been with the podcast very long. You might, you might, you see, I haven't heard too many John lectures, but one of the things that I always lecture the, the participants on is the number one thing about whatever we do. It has to be entertaining. And so that, that really influences what we do because I think if it's entertaining, people are going to listen and it's going to be a source for information. Well, and we also aren't afraid of, of sharing our own personalities and opinions. Right. And that's, that's part of the show. But we also try to get out um, historically accurate, um, doctrinally accurate information. Right. We don't, we don't hide our biases, our personal belief. But that doesn't mean that that's the belief of Mormon expression or, or, or Whitefields. Uh, the, the corporation has no stand on whether the church is true or not. And that's why we have participants like Brandt and Mike Tannehill and those guys who are, who are active believers. And I think, Troy, you still go to church, don't you? Yes, I do. Um, so, so we don't, um, we might argue with people who go to church, just like people who go to church might argue with us, but. In, in the end, we all go get a beer together. We, we're, we're, <laughs> we're, we're fine with that. Um, Maybe some green tea. <laughs> you can only take green tea if you buy it in the mall in a pill from a kiosk. Oh, duels. <laughs> um, so, but the other, the other aspect, and th this is something that I think I feel very strongly about. Uh, when people are transitioning in their faith, and be that from, let's say, a staunch, mainline, out-of-the-book belief to a more liberal belief, or leaving the church, or doing something in between, there's always this transition. And I think as social animals, I, I think it's very important to have sort of a social support. And that's one of the reasons the podcast is so important to so many people who listen to it, because they hear friendly voices talking in a normal sort of way about some of these issues that they're struggling with, and where they end up on the issue. Um, you know, let's say we're talking about the book of Abraham. If they decide it's scripture or they decide it's a load of bunk, I really don't care. But what I want people to do is be comfortable with where they, 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 they end up. So that, that sort of speaks to the two prongs of the organization of um, social support and that educational support of helping people get good information in a way that's palatable, um, and hopefully entertaining. Is, is that what we put in the official charter? Something like that, Troy? I don't something like that. <laughs> well, and, and we wanted a little bit. Um, we wanted a name that was a little bit more um, vanilla. Um, that could that could en encompass a lot of different ideas and projects, 
And also, so if we put it on a resume, it's not a a flashing, you know, red light or something to someone. <laughs> the, the, the charter is worded pretty broadly. I, I promised John I wasn't going to get off on the legalese tonight, <laughs> and everybody turned this podcast off immediately. But uh, it's worded broadly enough that it allows Whitefields and the Mormon Expression brands that are operating under under Whitefields to kind of do. Um, anything that's within the the realms of the things that John has been focusing on. Now, it is it is called an educational uh, foundation, so the primary purpose is is education. But we do have some language in there that allows us to expand into the other uh, areas that John mentioned, and that we uh, are looking to expand into in the future. Thank you, Counselor. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, so that that's what Whitefields is, is is all about, and and at the risk of maybe, I don't know if anybody find this uh, offensive, but if you look out there on the website, on the websites, you have the, the the church, which for obvious reasons is putting out sort of very pro church, very propaganda ish information. So it obviously wants the organization to be shine, to have a light shine on them in the best possible light. And um, so they tend to leave things out. I'll give you an example. If you open up the um, the latest Relief Society manual, what's it called? The Daughters of... Daughters in My Kingdom or something like that. And you look at the timeline, and you read down about to the second column, and it says that the Relief Society is reinstated. Now, if you look in the first column, it never says the Relief Society was disbanded. Um, so on, if you're shrewd, you would say, why would you reinstate an organization that's never been disbanded? Well, they, they left out the fact that Joseph Smith um, killed the whole organization because he was fed up with their anti-polygamy crusading. <laughs> so, so that's an example of the sort of thing that the church, for 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 obvious reasons, gets involved in cutting out the the data that might be damaging. But we believe that it's all interesting, and the fact that Joseph Smith did that is historically significant, whether or not you're a believer. So then you get a ministries, oftentimes either evangelical organizations that want to convert the world to whatever it is they're they're after. And they tend to be, they, they, just like the church puts out a lot of great information, these guys can put out a lot of great information, but it's biased towards that. Then you have a lot of ex-Mormon um, organizations that, once again, put out a lot of great information, but there is a bias there towards trying to get people out of the church, trying to convince them that it's untrue. Um, so, so I'm looking at this sweet spot in the middle, which is sort of a, a, a ministry in the term, like the evangelical ministries, of putting out information about the church in an educational sort of format that's that's sort of matter factual. You know, what really happened with the Kinderhook plates or what really happened with polygamy? Um, Without and, really caring if if people end up leaving the church or or not, but just that they have access to information. Right. And and I, I've mentioned on the podcast before that I collect Mormon books and it's just it's just something I do. I I, I go to DI and I, I go through and look through the books for good ones. And if you go there, you don't have to go to DI. You can go to any secondhand store. You'll, you'll see people pulling books and throwing them into this big bin. What they do is they put books out for about a week. If they don't sell, they take them, they shred them. And I think a lot of our history and our heritage and all that is getting shredded every, every day. And so I feel a motivation to sort of get that information preserved for future generations, sort of like an archaeologist. And, and if so, if you want to understand sort of the vision behind Whitefields, it is to be able to preserve some of that information and, and, and put it out there in a way that people can access it. 
John, I think this is something that's important for people to understand that if they haven't been behind the scenes that maybe they didn't know or that I didn't know until I participated, which is that these podcasts are something that those of us who are on them put a fair amount of preparation into. And and I know that uh, you've talked many times about the necessity and importance of having accurate information and putting accurate information out there for people. Uh, I know I've run into people who have said, oh, you know, I think you're just sitting around talking and shooting the breeze and, you know, pushing your own bias and agenda. And whereas I think we all, any of us who open our mouths acknowledge that we have a bias, I think it's important for people to know that at least organizationally, we're, we're trying very hard to have accurate information and we take very seriously, uh, you know, sort of the podium that we have to talk to all the people who listen to us. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, that's that's directive number two. Directive number one was to be entertaining, and directive number two was to be accurate. Um, and just like any organization, we we make um, factual mistakes or you know get a bad source every once in a while. But it's something that that's very important to us. And 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 to that, I'm, I don't mean to complain about it, but there there is a lot of work um, that goes into producing these things and trying to make them as um, appealing as possible as appealing as a as a podunk group of people can can put together <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean we're 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 a, a, sh- a shoestring operation and and we all have day jobs and we all do other things you know um which i i hope people understand because I, I met a guy at a party six months ago and he said oh i thought you did that full-time and nope i have i have a regular full-time job and we do this in the uh in the dark recesses of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So well, go ahead. I, I think being, a, I was just going to say, I think being a panelist is kind of the easy part too, because I've been on a couple of these and it's a lot of fun. You, you prepare a little bit, but it's not that hard. It's, it's the person who's hosting. It's the person who's organizing it behind the scenes that is doing the most work. And that ends up being, uh, well, as far as I know, John and Zilpha most of the time. Yeah, there's uh, there's oftentimes um, you know there's planning. Um, there usually the the minimum for for a host that goes into a podcast or or, or to produce it to, to to go from inception to release is about five hours per podcast, um, and that doesn't include research time. So if you have a topic that you need to do a lot of research in, you know there might be another ten or fifteen hours on top of that, and you can easily get ten hours times four or five panelists. You know, so so you're talking a person week. Um, of labor going into each each podcast, and once again, everybody has done this voluntarily. Everybody's done it completely just because they believe in the idea, they believe in the in the project. It's and done it's with fun. Love. Yeah, I, I don't mean to say that it's not fun. We we enjoy doing it. Um, Otherwise, we would have stopped a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's sometimes you know people will suggest ideas, and we appreciate all the ideas, and we and we write them down. We have a a software system we keep them in, but I oftentimes pick the podcasts I'm going to do based on whatever I'm interested in doing. That, that that's that's simply it, you know, because that's how I keep that's how I keep it um, um, alive for for myself. All right, so um, so we we've talked about expanding. Our our first expansion effort really came at um, at the we launched it in the beginning of, of fourth quarter, which was the the Mormon um, expression Voices podcast which has been fairly well received. It has its own feed. 
So if you go to iTunes and you search for Mormon Expression or Mormon Expression Voices, they, they're, they're, they're two independent podcasts. Obviously, they're run by the same people. Um, I'm the director of Mormon Expression, and the director of Mormon Expression Voices is Heather. And if you've listened to either Mormon Expression, she's been on several times, and she is doing a wonderful job with that podcast. Um, our vision with that podcast was where Mormon Expression tends to be more a group discussion. About topics. About topics, about historical topics or topics in the church or... One thing that they that we would have happen every once in a while was there would be personal podcasts. But those two things were sort of a little bit different. We thought it was important, but um, oftentimes the topical um, stuff sort of always got first priority. So we wanted to really set aside some time and be able to focus in on people's stories. The same people we've talked about. It doesn't matter if they if they stay in the church or how they stay in the church or if they leave the church or just these personal stories of, of how people have encountered that and how it's been meaningful in their lives. And th- that's the whole purpose there. And and, and really, it, it's it's modeled on a couple of different models. One is the, the personal interview, which which Heather has done a really marvelous job doing of, of helping people tell their own story. Because if I just throw a mic in your face and say, tell us your story, um, it's not that easy. The, the other is... Um, uh, National Public Radio and I think the Smithsonian has had a cooperative project called StoryCorps that they've been doing for a few years. It's it actually something from back in the 50s they resurrected a few years ago. They move these booths around the United States where you can go to the mall and you can sit down like with your dad and you can just talk to each other and they record it and they archive it. The best ones get run on NPR. All of them are archived in the Smithsonian. Um, and w- that's one of the models that I really want to achieve that not just that some um, personality from Mormon Expression interviews some famous person, but I really wanted to hear a couple who had issues with faith talk to each other about it, or parents talk to their teenagers after they left the church. Or friends, or oh. neighbors, or pe- people who know each other, you know, in some way, to be able to talk to each other, and not necessarily even even view it as an interview, but more as a conversation between two people about their about their faith struggles. Yeah, because if people ask me what what's the best episode of Mormon Expression we've ever done, I will answer it was Zilpha's interview with with her friend Nate, and and Zilpha did a wonderful job as a as a interviewer. But the magic and the the emotion in that podcast comes from their deep personal relationship and their shared experience, and that's the kind of thing that I want to try to keep capturing in this in this podcast. So we're open to those sort of ideas. You can you can email Heather at MormonExpression.com um, and, um, and, and pitch the idea. If you want to talk to your mother, you want to talk to your brother, you want to talk to your neighbors. And, Doesn't she have a Voices account? Um, the, we don't have an independent Voices. Oh, so it's um, just Heather at, at Mormon Expression. Yeah. I think we also have Voices at MormonExpression.com. That's what I thought. Um, you, can, you can interview there. Um, so, so that's, that was our first sort of expansion project. Insert crowd cheer here. Yay. (laughs) All right. So our next, um, major project that we are launching officially, um, um, this, this month we started gathering people. Um, obviously you all out there in podcast land are podcast listeners. Otherwise you wouldn't be listening to this right now. So we really want to try to leverage um, our, our audience and give them something that, that might be useful. And really, there's a lot of fascinating, interesting things that have been written about Mormonism 
that have now fallen into the public domain. Um, so if you go out on your web engines, I'm doing this as I speak, and you type in, um, I always say it, LibriV LibriVox, it's L-I-B-R-I-V-O-X. This is an organization that does um, free public domain um, audiobooks. Um, so if, if you want something like The Time Machine by H.G. Wells, well, that has fallen into the public domain. So they garner volunteers to read these books. Some of them are better than others. And then you can get these books on um, tape or on your iPad or iPod or whatever. You can download them. You can download them for free, and then you can listen to them. Well, there's this this wonderful source. I mean, tons and tons of really great Mormon books that have fallen into the public domain. Um, basically, everything in the everything in the 19th century. So, so what we want to do is we want to create a, a web page. Um, the 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 URL will be a Mormon Audio Library, um, where we follow the same model where um, things like the Journal of Discourse and, um, I don't know, the Orson Pratt's The Seer and the Journals of Joseph Smith and all these things are available for download to listen to. And we're talking about, it's not our commentary on them, it's not anything other than, than readers reading the text. And the model for this will be, we need volunteers like you. We need two tier of volunteers. We need some more committed volunteers who will volunteer to be editors. And um, we can get you set up with the... Um, the, the software that you'll use to edit them for free, and we need readers. So the, the, you'll be able to go to the website and say, oh, Journal of Discourse, um, Volume 6, Chapter 3 has not been read yet. And you can check that out. We'll give you the text, and then we'll, we'll give you a little bit of training online, show you how to do it, so you can record that and then submit it to us. Our editors will go over it and remove, you know, get the sound um, in good shape, and then we'll publish it. So if it's, if it's decent, you know, sound quality and... And okay reading. Well, yeah, but I mean, our, there has to be some kind of. Of course, but our the, the our fans are the people listen. They, they're, they're Mama didn't capable. make no jump. Yeah, they're they're <laughs> they're going to do a wonderful job. And when you say if we're going to officially launch this this month, you mean we're going to officially start working on this we're, behind the scenes. We're launching the project. Yeah, we are not launching um, the website. We, we won't have anything available for you to go ahead and and get working on. But right. we will let you know when they are available. To start working, to yes. start recording. And we have a director of this. Um, her, her name is Jen. Um, and you can contact her. Remind me to set this up. Um, her email is jen, J-E-N-N, at mormonexpression.com. And um, she'll be coordinating the, the volunteers. And we hope by the um, late second quarter, early third quarter, uh, the whole project will go live. So if that's something that, that's appealing to you, that you would be interested in working on, um, we are looking for um, Java um, Java programmers right now, um, and then we will be looking for readers and editors in the future um, to help out on this um, magnificent project. And it's, it's something that I feel strongly about, and I think a lot of people will get benefit from it. So um, given that, I, I want to go through, we just actually had an opportunity to meet um, with a lot of the volunteers who help out with Mormon Expression. And we had sort of our our day-long planning session. I got the idea because we used to do this in young men's, young women's when I was a kid. We'd have <laughs> super this super Saturday. Saturday planning session for the year. So we wanted to sit down. And it, one, of the, one of the challenges we have is keeping everybody in sync because we're obviously we live all across the country and we don't want to have too many meetings. And, um, you know, I, I'm sure you as the listening audience and sometimes feel the same way. We, we want to be as transparent as possible. And if possible, I'd bring you all into my living room. 
um, and I'd pinch every one of your cheeks, and then we would um, go forward. But we can't do that. <laughs> um, so, so here are the goals of what we are working on this year, and I've 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 laid out seven of them because seven is a magic number, um, and they're they're basically in order of precedence. Um, first of all, our first goal is to produce one high quality Mormon expression podcast a week. Now, sometimes um, we, in the past, we have we have had times where we've gone stretches where we've produced more. And I think at one time we were even toying around with the idea of producing three a week. Um, and, and if you look at just like topical things that we could be talking about right now, there's probably 20 podcasts we could put out next week. So we have to be selective on what we're doing. And some of them, you know, I know a couple that are in, in works right now, like we're, we're, we're planning one on Adam God. It takes a lot of research to sort of get your ducks in a row on that sort of thing. Um, so, so about one is, is, is where we can be and achieve the quality that we're aiming for. And when we talk about quality, we're working on having better audio, having better, um, having individuals who can bring something special to the discussion, people who are well-prepared, people who are used to, to, to talking with one another and not talking over one another. I'm the only one allowed to do that. I thought I was. Oh. Somebody sent me an email say, chastising me for talking over you. I talk over you way more than you talk over me. That's what I thought, but I didn't, I didn't <laughs> put it out there. Um, so but that might just be in, in our regular life. I don't know who talks over more in the podcast. I think I talk over you. I talk over everybody. If people are worried, I apologize in advance. If people are worried about the strong patriarchy in the Larson household, you don't need to worry about that. <laughs> Aren't you going to say something witty <laughs> right now? You're just going to give me the stink eye. <laughs> All right. So uh, produce one high quality um, um, podcast a week. So so we're doing our our damnedest to try to to, to make that something that's worth um, listening to. Our next goal is to produce one high quality voices a week. And I sort of talked about voices here at the top of the, of the discussion and really a, a further appeal that really takes all of you. You all have fascinating stories and we, we need your participation. And, um, the, that can be recorded. If you, if you have someone that you really want to interview for voices, you can contact one of us at, at Mormon Expression. And we can facilitate the recording through Skype. We, yeah, we. If you you live anywhere in the country, you can contact Heather, and we have several people who are set up to do recording. And um, Skype is a free software, and we can walk you through getting that set up. So if you're nervous about all that, you shouldn't be. As a matter of fact, we can even do it over the phone if you, if if you want. So um, don't let the technology scare you. That if you've got the story, that's what that's what we want to hear. And John, just to be clear, the content of voices is completely faith neutral, right? I mean, anybody who wanted to interview their faithful dad or their faithful grandma, that's just as welcome as somebody who is has a story about their struggle, right? Right. And all, all we're asking is it's, it's a personal story. It's a story about them. So if somebody wants to come on and bear their test, put on their testimony glove and, and walk us through the four or five fingers. Um, that's not the, the, the venue for that. It's, it's, we, we want to hear about you. You know, somebody's going to send that in there. <laughs> right. Um, I've been meaning to get over desert book and buy, and buy mine. Oh, don't support Just them. Just remember the most important one is the middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> you should check at desert industry first. <laughs> oh yeah. There you go. All right. So, um, so our, our, our next one, and this is one that Zilf and I have actually been spending a lot of time on. 
um, which is the, to increase the organizational efficiency and and um, deploy the, the talent that we have. We have a huge talent pool of, of people who are available who would like to be on and we would like to have on. Um, but th- this is where sort of the organization has grown beyond a small thing where it's just something we did every time to to being able to mo- keep in keep all the moving pieces, keep all the balls juggling in the air. And that's part of what really spawned us to incorporate and, and, and do that sort of stuff so that we can set up the structure and we have the support, um, you know, doing things like having bank, the bank account and all, and all that sort of thing, um, to, to make things happen. And Zilf has done a tremendous amount of work on this and we're, we're ready organizationally to start bringing more people in. I'm sure there's many of you who've been frustrated, um, at least in part because you've volunteered to us and we've said, Oh, thanks. And then you've never heard back from us. And the truth is that we've probably lost your information because we've been a bit disorganized about volunteer um, stuff. It's been kind of, it's, it's been sort of. Um, Z- Zilfa, Zilfa tends to say we're disorganized and I tend to defend that um, it's it's not t- untypical for me to spend 30 or 40 hours. And oftentimes emails don't get answered because I just run out of hours in the day. Um, so there right, is. But there are people who have volunteered that we no longer know who they are. I still have every email that's ever been sent. <laughs> you can't go through. So anyway, we have a, a way of keeping track of people and their interests and, and we're gonna we're gonna do better at that and try to try to use the talents that are out there who who are interested in helping us out because we do need help. So if you are interested, and we'll do this at the bottom of the podcast again, um you can send us a, a message at mail at mormonexpression.com and just let us know who you are and in what way you would like to help out, and we will try to find a place for you. There and we're going to be, um, if we can't fill all of the uh, positions that we need filled through the volunteers that have been helping us out a lot, then we'll advertise them um, maybe like on the VIP lounge or, or something like that. Yeah, because sometimes we need people with a, a special skill set. So, you know, right now we're looking for um, a, a database administrator, somebody who has some um, web backend experience who can give us about five, six, seven, eight hours a month. Um, so if you have that sort of experience, um, you know, you can contact us and, and we'll talk. We just we just hired our bookkeeper. When I say hired, um, she works on contract. But uh, so we're, we're moving towards a more professional staff um, who sort of kind of work volunteerish, um, meaning we oftentimes the for the positions that we pay, we don't pay a lot. Um, uh, to commiserable with um, the amount of money that we have, but um, we you know we want to advance the organization that way as much as we can. So when I say if you want to just you want to be a panelist, you just think it sounds fun and it is fun, then send us that and we'll get you on on the list and we'll try to work through that list. If you would like to spend more time. Um, you have time and, and you sort of believe in some of the projects, um, then then let us know that too because we're, we're we're happy to to get as many people as we can involved. So, hey John, would you, would you say that those are the two main categories, like being a panelist and and if you have ideas for topics and and things that should be discussed, that's kind of one category. And then there's the the tactical. If you're good at event coordinating or herding cats or sound engineering or website maintenance. We, Mormon expression could use your skills there if that's something you enjoy. Um, but then there's kind of this third category, which is more, um, pardon the pun, but white field. And it's like, you know, if you have an idea for a whole new project or, or some new thing that 
nobody's even thought about. Is is Mormon expression interested in stuff like that, or more within the two categories that have that have already been established? We, we are interested in that, and we're tr- we're trying to look at the ways that we can accomplish our central mission and leverage what we have and not overwhelm the organization. Um, right. So so, but but we're interested in that, and there there are other ideas, there are other things that are in the incubator right now, and some that we didn't even talk about yesterday. Bob, you were there yesterday. Um, so if there, if there's people out there who are, these are the sort of talent things we're looking for. People who are video editors or interested in doing those sort of slideshows. We need more research analysts. Just sort of, I think in the radio industry, they call them librarians, but we need people who are willing. So if, if, if getting behind a microphone is not your stick, but you like doing, um, historical research, we've got some projects we're working on, on, on that thing. So we're looking at expanding into a lot more, um, written content. Um, so there's there's a lot, but but like I think you're asking Bob, if you've got this golden idea, yeah, please bring it to us. And the process would be, we would talk about it, and if it's something we look like we're doing, we'll take it to the board of directors to say, is this within what we want to do? Is this within what we want to fund? And then we move forward that way. Cool. Uh, because in, implied in the whole more um, Whitefields thing is there's a lot of resources that are just scattered, really great resources, but they're just scattered across the internet. And I've talked to some of my other friends who run different um, um, resources out there. Just little things like um, web engine um, um, search term optimization and things that like most people don't care about, where oftentimes the church can roll out all sorts of gunk. And um, because they have lots of um, link farms and stuff behind it, things can get buried. So we're trying to look at how much we can um, centralize the ownership and not necessarily like it all has the same flavor but to take away the individuals from worrying about hosting and all that, all that other junk and making backups of their website. And, and it's not like we're trying to take over anything that's, that's out there already um, because there's a lot of great niches and we're not trying to create this Borg of Mormon stuff, but we want to leverage what we already have in terms of what we've already incorporated and we already have expertise in setting up websites and doing that sort of thing. And that's what we want to, we want to um, use. So, so, to, to our thing on talent, if there's people who have those sort of things who want to get involved, then by all means get involved and send it to mail. And I can assure you that I won't be the first person, and that's a good thing, because then there's other people who are better answering their email. <laughs> <laughs> all right, our fourth goal. Um, money, of course, makes the world go around. Um, I think right now we are at approximately, um, um, given our donation level, at about $1,200 a month. Um, our goal is to increase our revenue to $2,000 a month, um, and that's to to continue to pay for the things that we're doing. I, I told you that we, we hired a bookkeeper because um, we want a professional bookkeeper who, who doesn't make sure we don't get in trouble with the IRS. Um, starting in 2012, we are paying um, a bounty to the people involved in the podcast. Like, like I said, it takes a lot of time. So each podcast um, for Mormon Expression will cost Mormon Expression $30. We are paying $10 to the host. $10 to a new position we've started this year called a producer, just like in radio. It's the person who sort of runs the, makes sure everything happens, makes sure everybody's there. And we pay $10 to the editor. Um, and um, and a lot of those positions in the early days, you know, I did a lot of them and now we've moved them off. We have a great editor named Rich Rasmussen, who's also a board member, um, who does a fantastic job editing a lot of our stuff. And, um, you know, he's not going to get rich off of, you know, a couple twenty, thirty dollars a month, but he, maybe he can go out to dinner one more time a, a week. With so, his beautiful wife. Yes. Um, and with um, voices, um, we're paying um, um, twenty dollars per episode um, because the 
the producer and the the host are sort of the same thing. That's there's ten dollars there and ten dollars for um for the editing. So I mean that's not a lot of money, um, but it it accounts to about three thousand dollars a year that 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 we're outlaying to the people who are who are putting their time up. So it's still mostly a volunteer effort, but we want to you know encourage people to not get burned out, especially the people who are really reliable and really um, good at what at what they do. Yeah, it takes a certain skill set, and um, and um, you know we. I, I think we live in a world where there's a lot of free content, and of course, the Mormon expression believes in that one hundred percent. But um, we're not naive, and, and we know that things like this um, have to have they, they take they take money. Web hosting and all that stuff stuff just sort of takes right. money. It's not it's not like free to produce, and even though we enjoy most of it, there's a lot of stuff we don't enjoy that we still have to do to make it to make it run, um, and so it's just. Um, when all nonprofits pay people to do stuff, <laughs> right. that's just what how it goes. But um, was it you, Bob, who who was talking about um, someone who does a nonprofit or does a podcast asking their listeners to consider a like a one dollar donation for every episode that they listen to? Oh, that wasn't me, but that that is a, a good idea. I mean, there. Are, it, it's kind of this paradox of uh, trying to increase fundage at the same time as not being annoying. And there's different ideas to do that. And I think Mormon Expression does a great job because you guys usually err on the side of not being annoying. And don't get me wrong, it's not like anytime somebody asks for money, it's annoying. But there is a balance of frequency and the way you ask for it. And I think that's that's a tricky thing. And so there are some creative ideas to help people get started to understand, you know, the, the relative worth based on how much you listen. And I think the dollar per episode idea is, is kind of interesting. Yeah. And, and what, what I would ask for the in- entry level and, and, um, you know, we, we haven't set these goals. We want to set some goals of how many new, new subscribers we get, um, of the, the $3 a month, $36 a year. That's roughly the, if you take your, your significant other out to dinner, um, that's, basically what you're going to spend depending on where you go you um, mean in one year yeah that, so 36 dollars for 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 a, a year but it's less than like less than a movie if a we, month if we had one or two percent of our listeners um do that 36 dollars a month we'd be we'd have a lot of money we yeah we'd be able to to um expand more and, and pay more of our people so maybe this is a good point troy to um talk about what um, where we are in terms of nonprofits and what that means for donors. Okay. So uh, I actually mentioned that May 29th date earlier uh, for, a, for a reason. This, John's, uh, John's challenged me to finish this, this little blurb in three minutes, so I'm, I'm going to do that so I don't bring the podcast to a, a screeching halt here talking about tax stuff. But uh, So on May 29th of 2011, Whitefields uh, officially incorporated in the state of Utah as a Utah nonprofit corporation. Uh, then we started getting a bunch of information together in preparation of filing an, uh, an official uh, application for federal tax-exempt status. And by the time this airs, that will have been filed with the IRS. Um, and the reason that we do that is because that means that if you 
do donate to Mormon Expression, to Whitefields, to Mormon Expression Voices, it's all really the same thing, then you will be able to deduct your contributions when you pay your taxes. Uh, we anticipate that the IRS will tell us what is, is going to become of our application sometime in the next 60 or 90 days. Uh, we are very hopeful that within that time, the IRS will grant Whitefield's tax-exempt status. Uh, if that happens, everybody who has made contributions uh, from the time we were incorporated, again, May 29th, 2011 on, will be able to deduct those uh, contributions made in 2011. You can deduct on your 2011 return and, uh, you know, contributions in 2012 and on 2012 and so on um but uh but that's you know one one important reason for deciding to incorporate and to apply for tax exempt status is to increase donations uh so i think i've wrapped up the legal tax part quickly i don't think i need to say any more about that the one thing i do want to uh kind of echo what both john and bob said about uh looking at it as a subscription um, I actually also, I, I, I buy a subscription or pay for a subscription for, to Mormon Expression. And the way that I have always looked at it, I was just trying to compare it to other things that I use uh, to be entertained or, or anything like my Netflix subscription. You know, I pay them 20 bucks a month and I watch uh, four movies a month or whatever. And, and so I was just looking at it like, hey, I, I'm getting at least four podcasts a month. Now with voices, I'm getting, you know, eight podcasts a month that really uh, help me in my commute. They keep me entertained. They keep me interested. And so I came up with a dollar amount that I thought that's worth it to me to, to pay these guys or to pay somebody to provide me with that entertainment value. Uh, put that, you can go on the website, sign up for the monthly subscription for whatever amount that is. And, and that's what I've done. And now I, I listen to Mormon Expression completely guilt-free. Yeah, and that way you can also, uh, you know, return an episode. Of, like, take this one, for example. Yeah. If, if it's just not worth a dollar, just, you know, take a dollar off. and. and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, 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 after that spill I just gave, I think that uh, donations will be going down for the, <laughs> the next <laughs> week or two. Yeah, I'm just thinking creative consumer, you know... <laughs> incentives just make it up in your head however it works for you i guess <laughs> and we're looking at ways to you know we're looking at um putting a store out there we have some images and you know coffee mugs and, and all that sort of stuff t-shirts uh, and um we, we've talked about ways to provide some premium May maybe john will finally release the ban on recording after discussions and throw <laughs> one out there for the subscribers i don't know we don't want to punish you for not for not, um, um, you know. Yeah, if you're if you're out of work and <laughs> but and this is the only well, thing that you have for free entertainment. Go ahead. Look, yeah, I may, maybe I'm the one that does all the talking over. Um, I wanted to throw this out there too because it was mentioned on uh, Saturday when we uh, met, and particularly with a lot of people getting their tax returns back. Um, the invitation to subscribe is not at all a deterrent for people to make lump donations if they want to. And unless I misunderstood, I think it's the case that you actually get a larger percentage of that if you, you know, donate $100 or $50 or something else through, uh, is it through PayPal? Yeah, if you, if you go to the website, the, the, really the only donation avenue we have right now is through PayPal. 
And the way PayPal is set up is if you give a donation, we get 100% of those funds. Um, if, if you it's do, a one-time donation. If it's a one-time donation. and But if you do um, a subscription, then PayPal takes a, a certain percentage, which scales up very slowly. So the less you give, like if you if, if you give percent. a dollar, the less the less of percentage of that dollar we take home. Um, but you know, I I don't necessarily discourage that. Um, if you subscribe, then we can predict our, our our revenues. But if you would rather just give a, a lump sum, we're happy to to take that also. And um, you know, for this year, and we will do that retroactively also. But we will we'll provide end of the year statements. So for those who've given the money, then we'll provide them their their um their donation statement for their tax purposes. So we're putting on our big boy pants now and you know with this incorporation we're acting like a real um live nonprofit. Yeah, which is big why we needed the <laughs> big girl pants, which is why we needed the bookkeeper because um we yeah, we need to keep everything organized. Okay, so that's th- go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say just think of it as tithing settlement minus the guilt, right? <laughs> yeah, and a lot less money. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I, um, you know, our our um, yeah, a lot a lot less money. Um, so uh, that that's our that's our um, um, targets, and 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 we we have a, a pledge to transparency. You know, one of the things that I talk to our our bookkeeper, and I, I I call her a bookkeeper. Really, she's doing all the financial stuff. She'll be preparing the quarterly statements, which we will make public. More um, like an accountant. So people right? people know um you know where where their money is going. As we do appeals for these new projects like like this, that that you understand where the where our, our money is going. And really one of the main reasons we're looking for more revenue is not so we can all um enrich ourselves. Um although I we have predicted in in that um you know I'll start taking a little bit more money. Obviously I'm not gonna keep, um when I say more money, I mean more than zero. Um, but most of the money we really want to not roll. Not enough to quit his day job, that's for no, sure. No, not even close. M- most of the money we want to roll into new projects and to fund new projects. Okay. Um, uh, we talked about the our fifth goal was release the, the audio library. Um, we our, our other main goal in terms of expansion is to get out there on YouTube. And we think we have a, a great opportunity um, to put out a lot of good information about Mormon Mormonism and Mormon history in YouTube sort of snippets. So, so what we're looking at is producing a series of five, 10, 15 minute, um, um, basically videos, um, that talk about topics in Mormonism. So if you want, um, a 10 minute overview of the history of the mountain meadows massacre, focusing it on the facts, those are the kind of things we're looking at producing. So, um, that's the other thing we have um, on schedule to roll out this year, hopefully sooner than later. And that's where I was talking about. We're looking for researchers, script writers, and people who can do sort of video over slideshow. Eventually, we want to go move towards animation. But or in the, video. In, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll, like, I mean, they'll all be video. Or you're, well, you're I mean, like film. with, yeah, film. Okay. People, um, actors, or. Because especially with, with MITS, Run for the White House, I think we have a great opportunity to put a lot of information about Mormonism out. And I think there's so much confusion. You know, I'll, I'll give the example, um, uh, the question of do Mormons believe in polygamy? There's a lot of Mormons who are saying absolutely not, and that's not exactly true. And there's an opportunity here, you know, in maybe a couple of um, segments to put out there the information and say, well, what do Mormons believe? Or, or what do Mormons believe about, say, you know, blacks in the priesthood? What? What really was going on, you know? Because, for example, in that one, it keeps getting plowed under that more that black women were not allowed to go do baptisms for the dead, and that has nothing to do with the priesthood. Um, so, so I, I think I think we have an opportunity to get out there on YouTube where there's potentially a lot more um, people who can find the, the 
the podcast. I'm looking forward to the stop motion animation of the Kirilams and Kumans or whatever they are. Look <laughs> <laughs> <Like> at <a> battle. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Pulling those chariots without wheels. I always yeah, wanted to. Yeah. I always Ray loved, Harryhausen. I loved claymation when I was a kid and, and if you want to be on the Mormon Expression Claymation team, let me know. I'd, I'd, that'd be great. Oh, I'll head that up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, and I, I think it's worth saying, I didn't say this anywhere um, in these goals, and I probably should have. We we want to increase our listenership. And the reason we want to increase our listenership is we think there's a lot of people out there for whom the podcast would be valuable but haven't heard of it. So we're looking at ways of of getting that out in a way that's not in their face. Um, but, but, you know, all these things are producing higher quality and better content is to meet those, those fundamental needs. Our last goal is to increase our social presence. Um, we have done, um, uh, picnics and, um, um, our live shows. And we've talked about some, I think some really excellent ideas, um, on our Saturday meeting. We have our, um, camping trip that's scheduled this summer, um, uh, July 20th at, in, um, Monte Cristo. Monte Cristo, which is about a uh, hundred miles or so, seventy miles um, due east of um, Salt Lake City. Uh, we have two hundred um, campground for two hundred people. We're hoping to fill that up. We're planning on having activities for children, like a chess tournament and some some simple craft classes, and some time for adults to get together and talk. And it's really it doesn't have any particular agenda other than people to to socialize. And we're also looking at ways to help. Um, other people who sort of identify with Mormon expression, which um, Bob, you were talking about this yesterday. I really, I really liked it. Um, I think Mormon expression isn't looking for followers. We're not looking for disciples because there's nothing to follow. We're really looking for people who who sort of don't want to identify one way or the other. And, and maybe I'll put you on the spot, Bob, and because you you said it so well well yesterday. Oh well, it's 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 weird because. Uh, I guess yesterday part of the context was I I'm in the Seattle area and I and I associate or, or socialize I guess with different groups of Mormons. Well, most of them are inactive in one way or the other. But I've just found uh, that Mormon expression listeners aren't necessarily um, ready to be identified or start a social group. They're just fans and find it interesting and and like to meet up with other fans maybe. And, and there's a there is a shared association. But the last thing they want is a label on their forehead that says, because I'm a Mormon expression listener, that means X, Y, and Z by default, because we're just all so different. Even if we're the same in basically only one way, we, by, you know, we both, we all like listening to the, to the podcast. That doesn't necessarily mean that anybody who's a listener wants to take upon themselves, you know, whatever other characteristics Mormon expression could throw at them. So, so, you know, I, I just think that well, I'll just leave it at that. I'll just throw it back to you, John. <laughs> well, I, I agree with that. And I, I think we do not want to establish any sort of identity. We don't want any sort of litmus test of saying who is in and who's acceptable in this group and, and, and who is not. Um, obviously, we tend to be critical in tone. Um, so people by nature have to be tolerant of that. But it's not a requirement. Um, and so we're not looking to form a pseudo church or to have services or do anything like that out there. But if there's ways that we can help people, because I, I think it's so important for people to socially connect to others who sort of understand um, where they're at and what they're going through and just that shared um, background, that, that, that familiarity, if we can somehow help promote that, and that's why we believe in the picnics and 
and the other activities. And when we have those activities, it's really just a picnic. Um, you know, uh, we oftentimes give away a couple of books or something and say what else is going on and, and, and that's it. Um, so, so that's, that's, we're looking at ways to, to, to help individuals sort of connect that way. And we really don't see that as any sort of competition with the other things that are out there. You know, the, the church has its structures and I know like post-Mormon has post-Mormon groups and, uh, Mormon stories has set up regional conferences and Sunstone has regional conferences. Ex-Mormon has, has a conference. Ex-Mormon foundation has a conference. And I don't, I, and I'm, I'm just saying we all feel free to move in and out of any of those organizations because we are just people who happen to have this shared interest in the podcast. So um, there's no Mormon expression temple recommend, right? No, no, <laughs> there's no, you know, obviously, you know, Mike Tannehill is a, is a, is a integral part of the Mormon expression family. So there's no, there's no faith test, you know? Um, and he'd be welcome at our picnic. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so those are our, those are our big our big um, goals for 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 2012, and you know once again these are gonna we 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 need people's help um, financially, and we need their their time and their and um, skills and, and talents and skills and talent, and and we're really looking for two tiers. You know, people who want to occasionally throw throw their their talent with us, help us out with something, and people who are willing to commit and say, hey, I'm willing to give you five hours a month. I want to, yeah, I want to be a real Whitefields volunteer. The the thing about the panelists pool, you know, you, you were saying, well, if you want to be a panelist, contact us and we'll add you to the list. That list is going to be pretty darn long. Um, so if you, if you want to be more involved, you, you probably want to sign up for something else beyond just the panelists because um, in order to give everybody a chance, it's probably not going to be uh, very frequent, especially if if you're coming on new and un, untried, you know. I'm, I'm just I'm just saying, you, you know, you, you sign up as a panelist, and that doesn't mean you're going to be doing a lot. Yeah, um, and and we do we have we talked to um yesterday about setting up a structure, so we sort of reserve seats for people who are doing more inside the organization, and also at the same time reserving seats so we get new new blood through all the time because. We, you know, we, we run the balance between developing talent and having people who are really good at it. And just there's so many interesting people who just everybody has something, an interesting take on it. And I, I would dare say you'd, you'd be hard pressed with, with the probably hundreds of people we've had on the podcast now to find one who didn't have really any contribution at all. Everybody has a different take on it. And I just, I wish we had. That's why last year at this time and Zilpha groans, uh, but I was saying, let's go to three a week. Because there's just so many people to hear from. There's so many topics to cover. Um, yeah, but that just becomes overwhelming. It does. Um, but you you can rest assured we're not running out of topics. Now, I think our topic list is exponentially growing. The longer we've done the podcast, <laughs> oh, the more things yeah. we have to talk about. Endless. All right. The last thing, um, I, I do want to recognize the people who really make Mormon Expression um, happen the way it is. First of all, the board of directors um, is uh, Rich Rasmussen, who's also our editor. Um, Zilpha Larson, who she, she is integrally involved in everything. I know I talk six words for every one that she puts out, but I mean, we talk about this stuff endlessly. And this, for, this is our life, basically. And for, from the, from the beginning, and, and we talk like we do on the podcast all the time. It's just sometimes the microphones are on and sometimes they're off. But, um, I, I really think that her influence and shape on this is not proportionally represented by how much she says. And I know a lot of people say, you know, 
we can talk for five minutes and she'll come in with a 20 second interlude and be right spot on. And, and she, she does that a lot. She's, she's brilliant and it, it just wouldn't happen without her. So there's Rich, there's Zilpha, um, my, myself on the board. Also um, brilliant. Um, we, we also have Tom Perry. Tom Perry, you know, he had his, his podcast talked about he's not, he doesn't have an active upfront participation in the podcast anymore, but he's still involved on, on that level. And he still has expressed that he, he wants to be involved and we appreciate his influence and his wisdom and his patience and on all that stuff. He's, he has been with us from day one and it wouldn't have been the same without him. Did you say Christian? And then, of course, Christian um, Anderson, who also, you know, a brilliant PhD um, professor, knows a lot of things, and and he's always the 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 voice of reason for us. So those are the people who sort of run the, the show. Um, Troy, we've talked about. He's been our um, he's our secretary right now. He's a non-voting member, but you know, he's helped to keep us on the straight and narrow. Um, Heather, um, running Mormon Expression Voices, um, she's done a fantastic job with that. Um, Rich Rasmussen. Rich Rasmussen, editing. we mentioned he's he's our chief, he's our editor in chief. Um, Richard Harris, who who lives in Norway, has been the creative vision behind all of our web presence. He's designed our our our, our website, and um, he's just been um, uh, a brilliant um, addition. I mean, he his his creativity and his passion for the project and his ability to just throw in whatever I ask him to do. Um, has been um, a, and, and a he's huge been benefit. hanging out behind the scenes from the early days too. He's been around for a long time. And then we have all of our fabulous panelists who we can't name them all, um, but but everyone has has helped make the podcast a success. All yeah. those who would like to thank these individuals for their hard work and dedication, maybe so <laughs> by the usual sermon. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. All opposed. But I mean, I just, I just, I, I, I can't, you know, underestimate that 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 it's sort of unfortunate in a way that that Zilf and I sit in a in a place where it's it's easy to get all the accolades, but there's so many people who support it, um, who who give us encouragement, who send us emails. Um, that I I think there were four times last year that I told Zilf I'm going to quit. But usually, right on the cusp of that, somebody would say something or They'd send, send something. an email and, and say, you know, how the podcast was the only thing kind of keeping them sane, um, and that's an encouragement to keep going yeah. and 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 to expand into these other other areas so we can provide more resources and, and more entertainment. And we do wish we could. Yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to say, John and Zilf, I know I speak for a lot of people when I say you're rock stars and we love you and we appreciate everything you do. Well, thanks, but we, we are regular people and we wish we could meet every, every one of you. And, you know, our house is generally open. If you're coming through Utah, you should call us up and come drop by and, and, and bring a cookie. <laughs> Wait, bring a cookie? Or should we you're give accessible, rock star. <laughs> so I'm sorry, this is not... You, been... let, you let the groupies on your bus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this has not been the most entertaining podcast I know, but hopefully, um, you know, we, we, we really are committed to being as transparent and, and providing a, a service to, to y'all. Well, I think I'm out of words again. The discussion continues? Eh? Yeah. Yeah. The discussion does continue on our, um, fabulously maintained website at, um, mormonexpression.com. And once again, we're looking for, we're looking for you to come help us out. And, 
And maybe you you have a great idea, and maybe I've had that idea also, and we can collaborate and build some cool stuff. I've, I've there's some stuff that I want to get started this year that I'm really excited about, but I need more people to help me make it happen. Um, so so you're not gonna let the cat out of the bag until he's got some some more no, people. No, I've got URLs help. secured, and I've got the ideas, and but I, I I need I need a lot of people who who are interested in this stuff the way we are, and are willing to. Um, Put in like four hours a month even would, would be helpful. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sounds juicy. That's a <laughs> good note, good uh, teaser to end on. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, thanks for thanks for listening in on us um, uh, to, to our illustrious panel. And you get another mark in your notch to get to the five so you can have your... Um, bio. Your, your, your bio. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Good night. Good night, everybody. Good night. Thanks.